Thrill Me. This show is part of the Thrill Me Podcast Network. Experience more on Facebook and YouTube. What's up, everybody? Welcome into a new episode of the Diz No Hoys Podcast. No, it's the Diz No Hoys Podcast. <laughs> I am Reveal It Rob with me is my brother in life and my brother in podcasting, Mr. Tombstone Josh. How's it going? Fantastic, man. What's up, dude? Um, fun things happening, actually, for me wow, over here. As since the last time we talked, I, I teased it last week. It is officially official. I have officially booked my Halloween Horror Nights hotel and trip. It is on like Donkey you, Kong. Man. Yes. Are uh, you going to are you going the same time as of year? Are you uh switching anything up or is uh, basically the same time as year, which is fine. I like that. I like going um, earlier. It's less crowded. A little bit more, a little more fun. They're still in the early process of everything, so you kind of don't get anything spoiled for you, you know, uh, with all the posting and all that stuff. But yeah, staying at Aventura again. I've absolutely fallen in love with the Aventura Hotel for multiple reasons, mostly because it is cheaper than the other hotels. But um, it is it is really cool. I, I enjoyed it last year, and I've stayed at Cabana before. Love that. Stayed at Sapphire before. Yeah. Love that. But Aventura is right there by Sapphire, so I can get all the benefits of Sapphire just by a couple of steps, you know. So um, I'm excited. Um, watch out, Orlando. Re- review it. Rob is coming to a town near you yes. this uh, coming fall. No, I got a question. Um, mm-hmm. so if you stay, if you stay high enough in one of those hotels, could you see the construction site for Epic, or is it too far away? I think it's too far away. Like you maybe yeah. can zoom. I know it's like a fifteen minute ride, but I, I don't know. That's a very good question that I haven't seen anybody bring up. So maybe not. But it's a good question. Okay, it's a good question. What's going on with cool. you, man? Um, not a whole lot. I have a lot of things changing wise going on musically for me. Um, okay. so that's an, that's an interesting process, but it's a, it's a fun process. It's a new thing. It's like starting from scratch. Um, old thing was I joined something that was already going on. Uh, yeah. this time it's a, from the ground up build. I'm kind of excited about that. That is fun, man. That is pretty cool. Uh, you got a good little, good little group over there. Um, yeah. To jam with, so that's pretty cool. Um, I got a bass that I don't play, but you know, eventually maybe I'll get up there and do a song with you. Yeah, yeah, you need to get on that. Speaking of music, real quick, before we dive into music things, um, before we die, we're gonna talk music before we talk music. Oh, before we we talk music things. (laughs) Um, so occasionally people like to go to like thrift stores or like yard sales and just kind of get things of yesteryear. That's what I think of them. Sometimes you find some vintage things. And um, look at one of these. I was going to, this is kind of like, I've been teasing this for like two or three episodes now. But um, look at this uh, vintage thing right here. Do you recognize what this is? Uh, is that a CD? This is a CD. So my question I want to ask to you, I mean, you know I have my decoration going on, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. If I wanted to decorate with these things, like because I have ACDC, I have a Rob Zombie one, I have Ooh. Led Zeppelin in here, I have Ozzy. Like would I would I decorate just the books, or would I try to put just the CD? Like, what would be the way to go there? Like, how would I how would I arrange decorate with these things? I know oh, you're jealous. Of that one. Um, I have that, so I'm not too jealous. <laughs> um, that's one of my all time favorite albums. Of course, I have that, and a fantastic <laughs> scare zone from Halloween Horror Nights a couple years ago. But um, I, I mean, you want the cover art. That's kind of the cool thing about that's having CDs yeah, yeah, is yeah. you want the cover art, and the CDs themselves are typically kind of plain, right? Like I yeah. assume, if I remember the Rob Zombie, if I remember the Rob Zombie one, it's a bunch of creatures and yeah. stuff all the way around it. Yeah. Um, yeah. The ACDC one, I'm sure, is just 
black with ACDC. <laughs> it. Um, maybe the song title. So yeah, I would probably keep the book. Um, but most of those booklets have like a, a middle page, right? That have like a, a display of images. Yeah. Some of them are like, just a, like, this is just like a fold case. Like the ACDC one's a Ooh. fold case. Yeah. I have a, an so, Avenged Sevenfold one like that at my desk at work. I'm not exactly sure how to display them. So if anybody has any good ideas, let me know, man. Yeah, let us know in the comments, man. If you are a collector of CDs, which I assume are coming back, uh, if records have come back, uh, CDs are got to come back at some point. This uh, Metallica one when they did the thing with that symphony, remember? Ah, cool. So what are you listening to CDs on? I'm not listening to them. I, I got them because of because of the art, the cover art. I mean, it's Kiss, it's Led Zeppelin, it's ACDC. I want to, like, display them. You know what I mean? They're 50 cents a piece. Fair enough. Look at this. Look at this twisted metal. Wow. Twisted and it's metal. got, like, it's got Kiss, Wasp, AC, uh, Alice Cooper, Lizzie Borden, Ozzy Osbourne, Twisted Sister. A lot of crazy oh, old school game. rock songs on there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was trying to figure out, what is Twisted Metal? Why does that sound familiar? The video game and subsequent. Well, the TV show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, which is having a season two, and we still haven't finished season one. But uh, that's pretty cool. Left yeah. on that cliffhanger. Yeah. yeah, there's gotta be a there's gotta be a way to display it, I guess. Maybe front and back. I don't know. But um there's gotta be something there. But okay, if we're yeah. ready to jump into things. So I, I announced that I've booked Halloween Horror Nights, right? And yeah. I'm gonna I'm already trying to plan a lot of things around there. Of course, it depends on multiple things, but I may sneak mm -hmm. a Disney park hopper in there. I'm already looking at pricing. Ooh, look at you, stuff. you freaking um, big spender. Yeah, I know a lot of money. But <laughs> One of the, and I'm thinking about other stuff around there. You meant there's an antique mall that has old Disney stuff and Halloween Horror Nights mm -hmm. stuff in it there as well. So I'm gonna try to sneak over there before Halloween Horror Nights as well. But I thought about something recently. I sent it in a group text, uh, group text with you know some Halloween Horror Nights buddies and throw me podcast network people. And I am thinking maybe our first announcement announcement for this year is coming next month. Ooh, and maybe okay. it has a little something to do with a returning IP. In the name mm -hmm. of Ghostbusters. Oh, look at that. Look at that. Look at so, it. Ghostbusters was a house back in 2019, HHN 29. Very awesome house. Very fun house. I had a great time in it. The library ghost scared the heckins out of me. So, <laughs> um, any house that gets me to jump is awesome because, you know, I'm kind of desensitized to these things, but I still love the environment and all that stuff. But I was thinking recently, and I looked back at last year, they announced the dates for the event and the single night tickets were released as well as like VIP packages and all that stuff on March 23rd last year. Okay. Right. So mm -hmm. what's happening this year on March 22nd is that Ghostbusters Frozen Empire is releasing. That is oh, the new dang. Ghostbusters know movie that looks very awesome. I can't wait to see that movie. I'm very excited about that film. Um, so it's got me thinking and the gear spinning a little bit. We haven't gotten any kind of announcement whatsoever. They usually like to wait a little bit, but that's a perfect time to announce an IP that both coasts, mm -hmm. you know, Orlando and California would use. Ghostbusters, yeah. everybody loves Ghostbusters. I mean, if you don't love Ghostbusters, I don't know what to tell you. Um, it's a fun house. It's fun. It's it's comedy. It's scary mostly, but still some good comedy. That movie looks beyond scary. There's good comedy in it, but that wow. movie does look great. pretty terrifying. So good. I think that would be a good announcement. It fits the scheme of last year because last year they announced Chucky in like Halloween and then went all mm -hmm. these months until March till they finally announced something. So hopefully yeah. if my gears are spinning correctly, that would be our first announcement. Cool, man. That'd be that'd be exciting. That's that's cool. I like the way you tied it in there. The way the movies release at the same time, you know, that would be a good time to release it. Yeah, definitely get the uh, get the juices flowing. That'd be cool. 
Yes, that'd be a pretty easy pitch, I think, um, straight down the middle there. So, mm-hmm. other than that, um, I don't know if you want to go back and forth between Universal and Disney. I know last week you did Universal all and then did Disney. I don't know. What do you want to do? I got a question. Um, the only, like, I don't know how this floated into my timeline to see, but I felt like somebody was, it was announced that um, the Five Nights at Freddy's is definitely not happening at Halloween Horn Race this year. And I don't know who has the say-so to do that or anything. Has that been something that's been there recently? Why would that, why was that a rumor? Why did people think it might be there? The fact that somebody shot it down so early to me kind of makes me think, oh, it's probably going to happen. But like, what's the, what's the history with that there? Yeah. So that is a rumor that started floating around. I want to say yesterday, um, some HHN legacy, I think is the name of the account or whatever, uh, put it out there and then people have started freaking out about it not being there so five nights at freddy's was is a video game that they turned into a movie last year released in theaters and on peacock at the same time and is a blumhouse property uh blumhouse Mm. has had a very good relationship with halloween horror nights over the last couple several years and they normally have something there last year it was megan right so um did they have anything else there last year i don't think so drawn a blank but um (laughs) <laughs> they normally have something there. There's normally like the horrors of Blumhouse where they put two of the films into one house and yeah. all that stuff. Like they did Black Phone and um, Freaky one year. So mm-hmm. that's where that comes from. People expect, just expect Blumhouse to be there at the event. Kind of like they expect Netflix to have some kind of property at the event every year now because of what we've seen in the past. I don't know. I have no idea. There's normally like five and five between IPs and originals in Orlando. So yeah. We'll see. I mean, again, I don't go over the top with rumors when it comes to horror nights. I don't even pay a lot of attention to those spec maps because I don't want to see them. You know, would you, be, would you be excited if there was a Five Night at Freddy's? It could be fun. Like, I didn't yeah. overly enjoy the movie itself, but I can see the yeah. if the if the house focuses more on the video game, which I haven't played, but I've seen videos of, and it focuses mm-hmm. on being in Freddy's Pizzeria, uh, Freddy Fazbear's mm-hmm. Pizzeria. Um, and, the, and the characters are, yeah, I always want pizza. Um, and the characters <laughs> are coming out at you and scaring you. Cool. Those are some heckily big costumes, though. So I kind of would feel for the scare actors that they have to wear those things. But the uh, mascot walking around. <laughs> yeah, that would that would be pretty tough. But I mean, if they, well, that would be even worse because it'd be outside. So not a scare zone for that. But I don't know. Uh, at this point, it's just a rumor that's flying around that it won't be there. But um, the Blumhouse can be represented. I don't know what else it would be unless they did a Megan house. Uh, Megan was a mm-hmm. walking a walking show last year. So if they did a, a house, which is nothing new. They did Killer Clowns in 28, and then they did a house in 29. So they could very well do that. But, yeah. I mean, they're not going to make a house out of Night Swim. That movie was terrible. And, <laughs> um, I don't know. I don't know what else they have coming. They have Wolfman, but that's going to be after Horror Nights has started, which, again, they did the Exodus Believer last year after Horror Nights started. So wow. anything's possible. Okay, well that's cool, man. I'm excited to see what they do announce. Yes, love talking horror nights, man. I don't get to talk horror nights that much, so I enjoy it. I need to have a horror night show myself. <laughs> um, uh, you got enough shows. Uh, psh, there's never enough shows. Uh, can never <laughs> talk about horror nights enough. So, all right, we just did some universal talk, and I just talked a lot. So, yeah. um, other news to come up here. Let's just go back and forth, man, because we talked both. Of the okay. Shows. Disney had an announcement with a ride that has to do with soaring. Um, I'll take the lead on this one, my friend. Yes. Okay. Go for it. All right. So, um, you might can check me on the dates with this, but uh, a couple years ago, I believe it was during one of their celebrations, um, Epcot, which um, has always had soaring around the world, changed to soaring over Epcot. 
which um, are soaring over um, California, yeah. which is pretty much Golden Gate Bridge, different staples in California only, which was kind of a letdown to some people, but they were mirroring the image or they were mirroring the ride that they had over there in California. Um, so the announcement, I mean, there's not a whole lot of news around it. It's just the announcement that soaring around the world is going to be coming back to Epcot. And to me, I feel like that's, that's the better idea. When you think of Epcot, you think of World Showcase, you think of things around the world. So, of course, you want to be soaring around the world versus soaring over just California. You know what I mean? Yeah. So um, I'm personally stoked that they're bringing it back, man. I think it's a great idea. Cool. Um, yeah, it looks like last year, maybe last year or whenever, they decided to start doing soaring over California uh, because of the 100th anniversary for mm. Walt Disney. Yeah, Walt Disney World's, um, 100 celebration. So they're bringing that back. So you can still do it if you haven't done it yet. If you're worried, you can still have until February 27th to soar over California. Um, if you don't make it, February 28th will be the date that soaring around the world returns to Epcot. Yeah. So you don't know anything about that ride, do you? No. It looks like. I mean, let's pull this picture back up. So I believe that's the Matterhorn. Um, <laughs> but it looks like a. Harry Potter esque flight yeah. simulator kind of deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You get a lot of wind. You get a lot of swooshing, some swoops, some drops. Um, it's a pretty, it's a pretty. It's not a overly um, exciting the, thrill ride, but it's it's a fun ride, man. It's it's a good one. Would it be just looking at this picture and excuse my ignorance? Would would this be close to uh, the the Pandora ride? Yeah, 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 similar. Instead, you know, instead of instead of sitting on the back of a dragon, you're sitting in a hang glider. You know what I mean? Gotcha. Okay. It's a little more. It's a little more tame. It's a little more coast. Like take your time, enjoy the ride, kind of thing. Instead of chasing after something. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, and, and if you happen to be, if you happen to be in the middle, because I think it, I think it branches into four arms. So I think like it opens up into four different things. And I feel like if you're in the middle. And you're sitting underneath somebody with long legs. You get a lot of feet in your view. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, I get what you're saying. Okay, so it's like yeah. um, Simpsons over in Universal where you can see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, which kind of ties into our next bit in talking. Right here. Look at that. Perfect, man. Tied it all together. Did not mean to do that on purpose, but uh, <laughs> Disney and Universal have something in common with the Simpsons. And, of course, that is being highly rumored to be. Uh, going away in 2028 mm -hmm. when the contract runs out for Universal's rights to use Simpsons in the park, uh, simply because Disney now owns those rights. So uh, rumors are suggesting that Simpsons ride may actually be closing sooner rather than later. Uh, earlier this week, a now deleted post on social media claimed that Universal Studios has uh, stopped hiring ride operators for the Simpsons ride and all new hires are for uh, park operations are now being trained. Elseworld, elsewhere, got DC on my brain. <laughs> um, well, uh, there's been no com confirmation to the authenticity of this report. Uh, it's also backed up um, by a lot of things. There's also a report that the tents over there by the Simpsons ride, the sprung tents that they use for Halloween Horror Nights, will mm -hmm. not be used um, this year either, which is an indication for construction happening over there. Again, all rumors to be happening right there, but um, Simpsons, I think for sure, is going away. Like, I that don't know how soon. But it's it's definitely going. That makes me excited, man. I can't tell you, and this this is no hate for Simpsons Land or the fact that Simpsons is the Universal. It makes me so happy, and I might branch off and do like a little tiny tangent here. But it makes me so happy that 
they recognize that that is a Disney property. They probably should move on from that. They should probably do something else. Like they probably should have done with freaking Marvel comic land over there. Anyways, I wish they would change that freaking land. You know what I mean? I wish they would just like, like, come on, man. Like give it like Disney owns Marvel now. Just let them freaking have it. Let's get something different over there. Like, like they're doing with Simpsons. You know what I mean? Like they, they recognize, Hey, this is their thing. Mm-hmm. Let them have it. Let's do our own thing now. I just wish they would do that over there in Island of Adventure too, man. Which is, uh, you know, I, I realize Simpsons Land is probably not as popular as Marvel's comic universe over there in Islands of Adventure. But I mean, come on, man. Come on. Yeah. If you're going to do one, you might as well do the other. And there's two big differences here in contracts. Um, when they sign a the contract for Marvel, that contract is never ending, supposedly. Like that, as long as they treat the properties fairly and correctly. Universe mm-hmm. can do whatever they want in Florida with the Marvel characters. Uh, Simpsons, they have a time limit on. So uh, yeah. 2028, that's four years from now. Uh, you figure Epic Universe is opening next year, so they have three years to come up with something in that time to get rid of Simpsons if they don't, rumor saying, close early. Now, mm-hmm. um, the big rumor is Pokemon taking it over. I don't know much about Pokemon. I know that'll be a very popular area for a good bit amount of people, which is fine. That means another area that I would want to go to will be less populated. But <laughs> um, the other rumor I saw, which was pretty interesting, is Secret Life of Pets. Um, oh. And there's an area that they have in Universal Studios Hollywood, I want to say open around 2021, uh, of Secret Life of Pets. And it's very well wow. received, very well liked. So... Maybe they turn it into a Secret Life of Pets land, which DreamWorks is now taking over the kid zone over in that area. So that seems like a lot to me. That seems like too much because I mean, you already have minions at the front. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But this is all their properties, right? And it's the same thing Disney's doing. Yeah. They're just adding all their properties into their parks. I mean, less yeah. money you have to spend on other things, right? They're already spending yeah. a ton of money on Harry Potter. So yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um, what else do they have? I mean, it's mostly all their stuff except for Wizarding World. Like, they have Fast and Furious, uh, Minions, like you mentioned, DreamWorks back there, uh, Simpsons for now, but that'll be gone. Which uh, I did Marvel, see, um, I did see, like, an overhead. Park. <laughs> no, I meant, like, what other, what other things do Universal movies have that they could put there instead of more DreamWorks stuff? Oh. That's what I was asking. That's what I was asking. But no, I did see an overhead shot of, um, of some more of the swamp, Shrek swamp. That does look like it's going to be pretty cool. It does look cool. Yeah, I can't wait to check that out. I can't ride anything there anyways, but um, it looks cool. <laughs> I'm not even that's talking like... That's discrimination, man, because you're an ogre. You should be able to ride whatever the hell you want to in Shrek swamp. Yes, I should, but also at the same time, I can't ride Hagrid's <laughs> ride, and Hagrid was a huge freaking dude. All right, so... <laughs> oh, man. Who designed that? <laughs> yeah, there's things there. Even, even with that, I think like those rides are kid rides, and I think I'm just too tall. Like but that's the same thing with um the hippogriff in you in Harry Potter world. I did it once. I'm like, I'm too freaking tall for this. I can't do this. Again. <laughs> like yeah. it was fun. I had a good time, but I cannot do this again. My knees are being killed right now. <laughs> so yeah, that's that's going on over there. So Simpsons could be going away. Pokemon may take it over. I won't even say could be. I think Simpsons is going away. Uh, Pokemon mm-hmm. could take it over. Do they go back to Back to the Future? That'd be awesome, but highly doubtful. Um. Make Could you imagine what's that game people play on their phones? That's with Pokemon. Pokemon Go. They probably really church it up. You know what I mean? They probably make that game have like a lot of different things to do in that area if they did it. So that's yeah, cool. I'm sure you can catch your own Pokemans over there for sure. Um, 
Yes. Okay. So other than that, don't know if I had any other theme park news. Hmm. Yeah, I think I said theme park news wise. All right. Uh, back to Disney because the rest of this show is going to be pretty Disneyfied unless you had something. Hmm. No. Okay. So uh, video games. I know you're not a gamer, but I am. Uh, they have announced two very, very interesting things today. Uh, first off, being this thing, Epic Woo! Mickey Rebrushed. So this is a game that came out. I want to say 2010. That I think I bought you at one point in time. I don't know if you ever played it. Yeah. But I did buy you that game. I did play uh, it. This might be the game actually. Now that you now that you bring this up, and it reminds me, this might be the game that made me stop playing video games because that game was so damn hard. <laughs> like I even like I had never in my life ever bought like a guide game book, and I bought the book for that game, and I still couldn't figure it out. That might wow. be what turned me off the video games. Was that was that game right there? Jesus, man. Um, so they announced today um, that they are refurbishing, if you will, this game, <laughs> which is awesome. Uh, so it'll uh-huh. be on PS5, it'll be on the new Xbox, and it will be now officially on Nintendo Switch. It was on the Wii, cool. but is now moving up to the Switch. I will gladly get this game when it comes back out. Yeah, uh, I didn't get to play the original version, but I will gladly play this game. And you said it's pretty hard, so that makes me even a little more interested in the game. Well, I never know what I'm doing with those things. And it was one of those first-person things where you have to wander around the place to get things. I was... <laughs> um, no. Oh, it's first-person. I might not play it now. Never mind. Uh, we'll do more information on that later. But uh, they did release a four-minute trailer, which was freaking... I'm sure it was. I'd watch that whole movie if they made that movie. All right. Yeah. Other game news is an expansion DLC add-on to Disney's Dreamlight Valley. I'm bringing the World of Monsters Inc. to the game. Uh, Dreamlight Valley is like a Sims kind of game from what I've gathered. I've been looking at that as well. We're possibly purchasing that at some point. Um, it looks fun. It looks like I'm back Disney. Like I'm Disney-fied for sure. I don't know what happened, but Disney is back in my life in a big bad way. And that game does look fun. And now that we had Monsters Inc., which is probably one of my all-time, it's yeah. probably my all-time favorite Pixar movie. Um, oh. So that would Good be choice. fun to jump into. Mm-hmm. You might have fun with that. I think it's like just a simish thing where you try take your character around areas of Disney. <laughs> like I don't think it's much of a thing. Yeah. Nah. All right. Uh, from there, uh, jumping into movies, and we're going to have a top yeah. five coming up after this, so get ready, kids. Um, this photo has been going around the internet. I'm going to let you guess what it is. You should be able to pick it up pretty quickly, but here we go. That. Do you know what that oh, is? Oh, okay. Why in the world? I focused so much on what this tall, skinny thing was in the middle. I was like, <laughs> what is this? Freddy Krueger? Is this? I thought it was some kind of monster movie, and then I see Stitch in the background. So, yeah, Lilo and Stitch live action. Yes, Lilo and Stitch is getting a live action film. I don't know how live action-y that Stitch is back there. Like, no kidding, man. What, what live action is any of these movies these days? You know what I mean? It's like if anything can be computer generated, they just stand them next to a human. Hey, we got a live action movie here. Yeah, I mean, another blue creature we've seen in two movies, and has a third one coming, Sonic the Hedgehog. That's probably ah. what we're getting with this movie. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, Lilo and Stitch is the latest live action movie that has gone into production. As you see there, they've got their okay. cast going. They're doing all that stuff. Um, yeah, I mean, it should be fun. Um, I'm definitely more interested in that than freaking Mufasa. Um, but <laughs> what can we say? But nonetheless, we decided to do a top five based on this news of our top five cool. favorite Disney live action movies. Okay. 
And when I say live action movies, I mean like movies that were previously cartoons or inspired by cartoons that they've turned into. So we're not talking the whole spectrum of live action movies by Disney. We're just talking about remakes. Yeah, I mean, if we're doing top five, it would be all five Pirates of the Caribbean films for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. You're right. You're yeah, wrong. If we're doing that. If we're doing top five uh, rides turned into movies, mm-hmm. it would be all Pirates of the Caribbean for me. <laughs> um, uh, I mean, maybe the new Haunted Mansion could squeak in there, but uh, <laughs> I've not seen Steve Gutenberg's Tower of Terror yet, though, so that could change things. Ah, but yeah. I wonder if that's on Disney+. Plus. That's got to be on Disney+. Plus. Anyways, uh, anyways, no, we're uh, focusing on the cartoons that have become live action films. So, uh, why don't you go ahead and start it off with your number five? You know what? I'm going to go with it. Number five. It's a more recent one, and I'm on that list of the ones that they've been coming out recently have not been my cup of tea. You know what I mean? Like the like the Little Mermaid one wasn't really for me. The uh, Lion King one really wasn't for me. That Peter Pan one they tried to do that really wasn't for me. So yeah, there's been a few. Guy. Like you don't like old movies. You're a very recency guy. But this one, this one right here is really new, mm-hmm. and I like it so much. This actually cracked my top five of favorite live action Disney movies, and it's going to be Chippendales Rescue Rangers because that thing was just a blast from start to finish. Man, you had all kinds of different animated shows tied in there. There was a Ninja Turtles nod. So that movie at number five for me, I feel really good about that one. Um, okay. Yeah, a lot of fun. A lot of fun. I still have not seen that, but I remember you and a couple of our other friends saying to check it out. So yeah, now that I have Disney Plus, maybe I will. Um, so number five for me is kind of old, actually. Um, <laughs> and I, I'm prefacing this by I'm not including Cruella on this list because uh-huh. to me Cruella what? seems like it's its own standalone story, even though it has. I feel like that takes away one of mine. Then I feel like you're taking out one of mine. I have one that's like that, so you might as well include it if you want to. I mean, if we're doing that, then Cruella's number one. But for my own <laughs> rankings, I didn't want to include it because to me, that just seems like it's its own story. Yeah. Like, the 101 Dalmatians cartoon is completely different than that movie. Uh, That's that movie true. Is its own story. That. Um, okay. So, but I do have 101 Dalmatians, the live action movie at number five. Ah, that is an um, old one. Good call, yes, man. Good call. It is. Uh, if you know me, my all time favorite Disney movie is 101 Dalmatians. I'm pretty sure it was the first Disney movie I ever saw. And when they did a live action film, I'm like, okay, let's see how this works out. And it worked out. I think it's fun. I think it's adorable. Glenn Close is awesome. That's Cruella in that movie. Like yeah. she's just insane. Yeah. So yeah, I, I I I I think it deserves at least a five. That's cool, man. All right. So um my number four is one that I feel like is kind of like what you're talking about with a standalone. But the only reason I feel like this one could be included with this because it might be a standalone. But it's happening at the same time of what the regular movie was. It's just from a different point of view. And that movie is called Maleficent. So mm-hmm. while the movie is mainly focused on Maleficent, it's still happening in the same time of when Princess Aurora was turned into Sleeping Beauty. You're just seeing it from a different vantage point. And that movie, I feel like, is, is really awesome. It's a solid movie. Angelina Jolie played that role so well. And it's um, the rewatchability for that one is a big deal. Like I can rewatch that one often. It's like, yeah, this movie's still cool. So that's what I go with at number four. You know what? We match. Cause that is my number four as well. Yeah. Um, like you said, it is a, well, it focuses more on her than princess Aurora, even watching the original cartoon. It kind of, she was, I don't know. It's still mostly Aurora, I guess, but it was yeah. a lot of, I, didn't even, I don't even remember seeing Aurora that much in that movie, to be honest with you. Um, <laughs> 
but you're sleeping the whole time, bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah, it's like you said, it does it does a good job of telling Maleficent's side of that story. So it yeah. still fits in in a way like unlike Cruella, where Cruella has got nothing to do with the 101 Dalmatians yeah. cartoon, other than the fact that it's Cruella and there's like three Dalmatians in the movie. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So number four, we agree on Maleficent. It is rewatchable. Angelina Jolie was fantastic. Elle Fanning is one of the best new actresses that we've got out there. So uh, very yeah. well done. The sequel, I don't remember all that much. But, I don't either. I remember um, being excited for it, and I remember seeing it. I just don't remember what the heck it was about. I need to rewatch it. It's definitely worth a rewatch for sure. Yeah. All right. So that gives us to your number three. Number three for me is going to be um, the first the first version of the um, live action Alice in Wonderland. Okay. That um, the for me, the seller of that one is um, Johnny Depp as the Mad Hatter. He just makes Thanks. that movie so much fun to watch. Um, I, I like the way that they told the story, the way you had Tim Burton's kind of creepy kookiness happening behind it also was pretty interesting. Um, I really get lost with the white queen and the, and the Jabberwocky and that whole scene at the end of the movie. But, you know, hey, it is what it is. It's, it's a fun movie to watch. And um, I felt like the, the characters were represented really well. So, Okay. Um, I guess I feel like that one was that one was kind of teetering for me. Like that could have went anywhere from three to five, but Johnny Depp bumped it up to that three for me. Yeah. Um, well, I guess you're looking in at my list because I also have that at <laughs> number three on my top five list. Um, if you're gonna do Alice in Wonderland, you're gonna go in that mad mad world. Tim Burton is the perfect person to take you into that mm -hmm. mad mad world, and he did a fantastic job. Everything from Johnny Depp, as you mentioned, to the Cheshire Cat is very well mm -hmm. done in the film. Um, over the top insanity the way you would want it the sequel a little more insane um but mm -hmm. uh, the first one very good you brought up johnny depp i'm gonna bring up helena bottom carter who is fantastic as yes. the red queen yeah um just every off with her head is the main thing i ever remember from this movie i say it more times than necessary yeah. um so i have a great time with that film so yeah it made number three for me okay. cool um, just because I've been stealing your thunder the whole last couple ones, do you want to go number two? Okay. Um, <laughs> no, not, not I mean, moment. not right now during the show, but <laughs> let us know your number two. <laughs> Unless it's sweeps week and we need desperate freaking viewers. Um, not now, but number two, I'm going to have Aladdin. Perfect. That's that. I, I knew it was coming because that's mine as well, but go ahead. Okay, so Aladdin was a film I didn't have much interest in seeing, and then I ended up going with you and your family to somewhere and saw it. Um, kind of just ended up tagging Columbia. along. In there. Uh, Columbia, yes. It was Columbia, because we were on the way back from a, either Disney or Universal trip, and we met in the middle of the switch for the families to branch off. Okay. And we went to the movies because it was early in the day. Heck yeah. So I, I really enjoyed this. I was hesitant about Will Smith as genie, especially coming off of you know Robin Williams' brilliance, but I think he was good. Yeah. Main sell, of course, for me is my all-time favorite princess is Princess Jasmine, and they got the perfect person to play Princess Jasmine <laughs> in Naomi That's Scott, true. who, of course, was fantastic yeah. as Kimberly Hart in the Power Rangers film. And, you know, I've been a fan of her in everything I've seen her in, including Charlie's Angels and she she's a good actress and she does a good job. Mm -hmm. And plus she has a killer freaking song in this movie that I that is yeah. on my Disney playlist. Uh and I will play regularly, especially when that movie came out. So yeah, uh easy pick for me. I think it's one of the best work they've done live action. And you actually teed it up for me perfectly by talking about that song because that's what puts this movie so high for me. Cause I don't really like musicals. I don't really I'm not a big fan of um that's something I don't really look forward to in Disney movies is songs. 
But um, I was about to say every Aladdin is like a musical. So. Yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying, but like this one is like the music is really good. The singers, the performers are really good. Like um, like the whole parade scene. You know, the Prince Ali with uh with Will Smith and them and the genie coming in and the whole pomp and circumstance going on is just really cool, man. It felt like they like they put every egg in their basket when they went to make this live action movie because this is how a live action movie should be done you know what i mean yes. and, and like the music the music didn't get old it was just fun it was like a part of the story instead of like a break from the story like here's this musical monologue or montage for you to um take a break during the movie no the music felt like part of the movie and i uh, just kind of helped it flow even better so i thought i thought you know what aladdin is it's one of those it's just it's rememberable and um again rewatchability mm-hmm. can't get tired of that one. okay uh, it kind of works into my number one. I like how we just swapped in, in the in between here. But my number one, speaking of flowing very well, I think this is the best flowing cartoon to live action make, for me at least. Um, and maybe there's some bias in here because this is my number one ultimate celebrity crush. But ah. Beauty and the Beast is Ooh, easily nice. my favorite live action film. I've cool. watched it the most out of all of them. I've enjoyed it thoroughly every single time I've watched that film. Saw it in theaters when it came out. Was very excited for it. Um, can't wait. Like that movie is easy to watch for me, and, and uh-huh. not just because I love Emma Watson, but it's just I like what Josh they did Gad's performance in that, that movie. Yeah, Josh Gad is just incredible. Like put him in more stuff. You know, <laughs> like that yeah. guy can do anything, and he wants to yeah. play the penguin. Do it. Let him play the penguin. But um, yeah, I, I, I think flow ability. Uh, Gaston is awesome. What was that? That was uh, yeah. I always been, I, I freaking always forget his name, but um, yeah, Luke something Luke Evans, Luke Evans. I don't. Know. I think it's Luke Evans, but um, yeah, he's fantastic. Everybody's great in that movie. So yeah, yeah Beauty and the Beast easily my number one. That's cool, man. That's a great pick, and I honestly forgot how great it was, and I left it off in my top five, probably not deservingly. You know, I probably should have it in the top five, um, because I do, I do forget how great that is. And and just speaking of Josh Gad, real quick, um, Facebook memories for me popped up and um one of like one of the most underrated movies to me as far as like a kid's animation just something to watch has got to be angry birds and josh gad in that movie had so many great lines that movie is so good i mean the cast is phenomenal you got jason sudeikis you got ah what's his name man kenny powers danny mcbride Ah. and josh gad so you have that cast of characters already there's one line in the movie where there's a lot of stuff going off Mm-hmm. And um, the red bird looks at um, Josh Gad's character, the yellow bird, and he says, hey, man, go shut that party down. He says, but I only know how to get parties started. <laughs> nice. Josh Gad's awesome. You're right, man. Have him in more things because he's awesome. Okay. Um, yeah, great pick, man. Great pick on Jungle Book. Or not Jungle Book. I just gave mine away. Spoiler <laughs> alert. My number one is Jungle Book. Great pick on Beauty and the Beast. Um, I knew this was coming. Jungle- I knew this was coming. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, if you know me, you know this was coming because, I mean – Christopher Walken, freaking Bill Murray. The the story of Jungle Book is one of those that I just, I just love the story of Jungle Book, man. From, and I feel like, like it's not as phony as the Lion King was. You know what I mean? It felt like whenever they made the Lion King, they made it so identical and they made it so emotional. You know, like it was like they took the cartoon and they made a live action movie because people said, Oh, don't ruin this when you make it. Jungle book. Wasn't like that. Jungle book was like, 
somebody's idea of spawned and based off of the cartoon made into a live action. And I felt like that's where they got it right. And um, again, it's freaking Bill Murray's Baloo. It feels like perfect casting. Yeah. And um, and um, the yeah, the story, the whole the whole everything with that is is um is a big deal to me like like i keep bringing up on my list is rewatchability that's the one like if i'm bored and i need something i need to watch that's the first live action movie i'm going to put on um just because i enjoy it so much so there you go it's it's just, like to me it's it's the, the best live action movie man i can't get tired of that one cool man so there you go those are our top fives we had two or three similar we matched on maleficent aladdin and alice in wonderland yep all right, so we had three and similar, okay. so that that works pretty that works out pretty well. Let us know your favorite live action films in the comments. Um, mm -hmm. I don't know if you have one, but I am very excited for Snow White. That'll be the next live action movie I am excited to see. Um, mostly because as soon as they announced Rachel Zegler was playing Snow White, I was like, heck yeah, give me that film. That's She's cool. a fantastic singer. I can't wait to see what she does with these songs. So excited to see that. Actually, and after seeing her in um, Hunger Games recently. She's gonna be awesome. Mm. She's gonna be fantastic. That's cool, man. That's cool. Yeah, and Gal Gadot's in it. Nobody hits Gal Gadot. Yeah, they're. Yeah. What, who is she playing in that? Uh, is she the Wicked Queen? She's the Wicked Queen. Yep. Wicked nice. Witch. That's gonna be cool, man. Yep. Really cool. Yep. So there you go. That's gonna be fun. Um, I don't have anything else. I don't know if you have anything else, but. No, man. It was a good time as always talking theme parks. I'm glad. I'm glad this thing's back full time. It just feels. It just feels right. It's like this is the reason we started podcasting. It just feels right that it's back. You know. Yes, this is a lot of fun to be had here with uh, this show right here. Um, did you see, speaking of, uh didn't look like a lot of fun, but somebody shared a video of the the wait time for Peter Pan recently. Oh, we need to talk that about video, that. But we need to talk about that. That seems insane. I think they were using the lightning lane, too. I'm like, this doesn't seem very lightning at all. <laughs> like, like it's I, Peter Pan is the most popular ride. Is, is I don't know about most popular. It's just the way the lines configured. I think the line configuration is so jacked up. But um, I seen an article about why the line is so long or why the wait is so long. Um, and I do want to dive into that because we because we were gonna do a um a ride comparison that versus ET, and we could probably dive into it a little bit better then. So. All right, maybe next we can do that next week. Talk about that next week. Tease us for next week's episode: Peter Pan versus ET. Um. That'll be a very who would win in a fight? No, I'm just kidding. That'd be a very <laughs> split battle. I know Mr. Wonderful loves ET, and I know um, Zach hates ET. So <laughs> that should be an interesting battle to say the least. But let us know in the comments what you think your top five live action films. Are you ready for Ghostbusters to return to Halloween Horror Nights? Will you miss The Simpsons when it goes away from Universal Studios Orlando? Um, are you happy soaring over the world? Yeah, the world. <laughs> um, <laughs> are you happy with anything we talked about on this week's episode? Let us know. Voice your tell opinion. Tell me what to do with these CDs. Yes, most importantly, tell him what to do with those archaic things called CDs. Um, They're going to come back around. That's wild. You have a record back there, don't you? Um. Yeah, I got Skull Fist right here. Yeah, Skull Fist. Yeah, so um, there you go. Those seem like they're easier to display because of that big, that big art. Yeah. But, um, yeah, you got some open space to throw some CDs up there. So, yes, let us know in the yeah. comments all those fun things. This was great. This was a good time. Thank you for talking theme parks with us. Hope you have a wonderful rest of the week until we talk thematically again. Stay tuned for more magic, I guess. We don't have a close for the show. Bye. There's no doubt. <laughs>